Hello and welcome to episode number three of this podcast. My name is Elliot Greenman and I host it alongside my friend Alexia Nell. Um, in the first two episodes, we've spoken a lot about pain and in this episode is a little bit different. It was recorded back in April 2019 after the first round of XR protests, Extinction Rebellion. So we talk a lot about that or a bit about that and a lot about climate change. Um, Alexi has, as always, some very interesting and refreshing views on things. Um, certainly changed my mind about a couple of things and uh, made some of my ideas a bit clearer. I hope the same happens for you. Um, it might spark some questions and a little bit of a debate. I hope it does. And if you do have any questions, please post them on whatever platform you come across this podcast on. Um, yeah, and enjoy. Perambulations in Franglais. twenties you're possibly a bit more eager for things to change really and when you're in your forties or sixties or eighties you don't really want things to change really in a way really so you get a bit more refractory to change because I guess it's climate change yeah so I think it's the wording of it the and, whole and thing pe people think <clears throat> so my my opinion of it is like um people think it's going to really hurt them which it which it probably will depending on how it's implemented so, yeah, so yeah it's like you know if, if you live in a, in a, um, in the in the polynesian uh, triangle i'm pretty sure some people in kiribati a very low-lying uh, uh, place and already at the un they've been actually asking for where they're going to live because <laughs> In a couple of years' time, they'll be under water. They're not going to have any fresh water supply, all those kind of stuff. I think so. Some people are going to be affected or are being affected right now, really. And some species are being affected right now. But most people in the English countryside or um, in Sweden or Switzerland, apart from the skiing season being a little bit different than it was before people can carry on doing what they are doing quite happily and I guess that's a bit what we were talking about about the perceptual type thing really you look outside and the earth is flat and spring has come there's some new growth and new leaves what's the problem really as long as it doesn't kind of freeze in the middle of August and we don't have much snow and there's no ice cap kind of creeping up the Scottish islands I, I guess it's all going to be fine really in a way so for, for us in the western world no it's not fine for us in the western world because climate change is going to affect Everyone. all the whole thing but we'll be able to mitigate the effect a bit long, uh, better yeah because we've got the wealth to be able to do it so we'll be, if, if we need it that's not it. that many places will be that affected that's and it, needing it. and like the raising Um, water levels but that's if we it. needed to move it's like LA for example California yeah. when they need to move they can move that's it that's it but that's what it. does this what does it mean like what so well that's oh. the thing really do we <laughs> what does it mean um, I think there's an undeniable uh, uh, global warming happening a climate a, a warming of the climate globally 
that's the main thing and it's most likely to do with human activity yeah, I, thing, from really? what I've read there's there's not much like so everyone talks about the IPCC report the yeah. intergovernmental panel for climate change uh-huh. which is supposed to be an independent report yeah. by a group of people who took studies from I think 32 different governments in the world yeah and there's nothing in there that says it's entirely down to us. No, it's, entirely. No, I've not, uh, not said it was entirely. But it's uh, pushed a little bit uh, by human activity. There yeah. are other factors, of course. Yeah. And there's plenty. I think the calorific capacity of water is going to be an important thing. It takes an awful lot of energy to heat one by one degree, one liter of water. Mm. That's one kind yeah. of interesting thing. But one that's going to have uh, reached a certain... Well, people in uh, uh, the southeast of uh, America get a very good idea what uh, we talk about because hurricanes are getting more and more powerful and destructive, basically, and there's a lot to do with that, really. So, but even, even that is an argument. I, I've heard that before, so natural disasters, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, like killing people and things, but apparently yeah. deaths by natural disasters has plummeted. Yeah, an awful lot. Yeah, because we mit- we can mitigate the whole thing quite nicely, and as at the moment, it's not a problem really. But um, we can argue about climate change or not and things like that. Mm. It doesn't really yeah, mat- yeah, yeah, yeah. matter too too much because well, because it's some people want it to ch- want something to change and some people don't want something to change yeah but that's what the thing that's, that's, that's where the big problem is really that's well that's kind of why I talk about it in that way in the specifics because it's like to me it's just then it just turns into tribalism which is what it shouldn't be which yeah. is like this person thinks that the planet is going to be this temperature by this time yeah. and we're going to wipe out half species in 12 years time blah 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 then Joe, as long as it doesn't Joe, wipe Joe humans, dropped. as long as it doesn't wipe humans too too fast, <laughs> I think it's fine. That's the yeah, main but, thing, really. But obviously, we want to save animals as well. But I think when you're saying when you yeah, say like do we this, really? this is the this well, some do we really? Do. Some people do, yeah. Not many people, because look at the chicken in the bloody factories, in the batteries. Look at the pigs. Look at the cows. Look at the sheep. Look at the fish. Look at the sharks. Look at the whole lot. Yeah, and the sharks are not dying from uh, climate change too too much. There's a uh, hundred million uh, sharks being killed from fishing every year for fin uh, shark fin soup. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, according to uh, the I'm not too sure, but there's loads of sharks being killed, and they don't kill. They're not uh, being dead by natural causes. If you see what I mean, really. I think it's pretty man-made. Okay. So maybe, bang on, 100 million sharks. 100 million sharks. In 2013. That's it. So, so I mean, it is now. But, but, my, my, but what I wanted to ask you about, or talk who gives about, a, who like, gives a hoot about the sharks? But it seems like things aren't happening. Like, things aren't, like, it's not like the government, like, it's not like the government who mm. are, are, are appearing to do anything. Whether they're doing something or not, a different thing but mm-hmm. but it doesn't appear to many people that the, the climate is changing 
So the main thing, really. So that's... From different uh, scientific point of view, from all those kind of stuff, there's not much that it appears to change, really. And uh, you talk to the Chinese government a little bit, how many trees have they planted in the last uh, five years? And you look at uh, how much they are uh, betting on renewable, how much they are trying to uh, do everything, really, in order to try to mitigate the effect it's going to have, really. Um, look at the Yangtze River and how fast it flows in the bloody ocean, really. Where there's no more... No more of it, because it's actually been diverted for a lot of the agriculture and things like that. So fresh water is going to be a massive problem. There's not as much monsoon who doesn't reach as much the Himalaya. So there's less uh, 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 fall of snow or the fall of snow is getting more erratic. And therefore, the quantity is little less. So therefore, in the summer, when it is meant to melt a little bit, it doesn't as much. And therefore, uh, all the rest, really. And then there's... 7 billion of us to feed, really, and, or to try to feed, really. That's the whole stuff, really. So there's, there's quite a lot. You look in every way. There's lots of super positive things. It's great. I don't think there's been as little, I think there's never been as little uh, people dying from illnesses that there is nowadays. Mm. There's never been that many people not being, not uh, dying of un hunger mm. that there's been nowadays. There's not, like all the whole thing is, is great. It's great. But the disparity between people is quite strong. That's the main thing, really. And people don't like that. And people don't, I'm not too sure why they don't like, what they don't like about that, but I think that's the whole, whole, whole interesting part of the whole thing, really. It comes back to like the, what, what we're talking about with people kind of losing their mind or losing yeah. track of yeah. what emotional needs are a priority yeah, yeah, I and think important. I think that's the whole stuff, really. I think, uh, so we go back to that human given aspect of it, really, and the brilliant uh, things that, uh, Uh, Joe Griffin and Ivan Tyrell have put together a little bit, really, and, and that they've kind of centralized a little bit because other people have talked about Maslow, have talked about the theory of needs, and there's been loads. They step on the shoulder of giants as well, being giants themselves, really, in a way, really. Mm. And the main thing, if like people want to solve the economic uh, disarray there is and, uh, and the compound interest problems there is from the debt of Africa and all those kind of stuff is great but if their kitchen is a pretty filthy place and their lounge is uh, you can't even step in and all those kind of stuff imagine the clutter in their heads all those kind of things really because that, that's, that's the thing really it's not about global warming it's about individual mental health and and getting an idea about who we are and how we function why is that more important than global warming well how are we going to solve uh, how are we it's great to vandalize the bloody head office of uh, I'm not sure which petrochemical shell, shell place uh, to just get their attention but is that really how we solve problem Because I think it's that's what people want. We want to try to solve some things that we think mm. is a problem, really. And there's a, nowadays a bit more of a consensus that there is some kind of uh, problem mm. on the, on the level of the climate in order for us to not have to change in the way we do things. That's the main thing. So the pressure that the climate is going to put on human. Um, 
humanity, let's say, and the way humans are behaving and how they feed themselves, how they interact with each other, the urbanism and all the, how we mitigate ourselves against the natural disasters and all those kind of stuff is quite problematic because we're going to have to change. Mm. But then, the way we are going about nowadays cannot carry on in that fashion, but we are not too sure which direction to take. And I think most people will agree that the way they lead their lives is maybe not optimal. And we could do it a little bit better. And we could know a little bit better who we are, how we function. We could solve a little bit of crap in our own lives individually before trying to solve the whole bloody planet. That's the whole thing, really. And yes, we can go to Mars. And I'm with Elon on that one. I don't mind going to Mars, really. It's going to be brilliant, really. But if it's to, do, if it's to do the same shit that we do here, yeah. I don't think we need to stay here, really. Okay? The hum Earth is the cradle of humanity, but um, you don't spend all your life in your cradle. That's one important thing about panspermia. Panspermia, like the spreading of life. Or maybe we, could, we should not be calling it panspermia because it's all about... Like the spread of life, but I think it's the spread of humanity, so the solar system and maybe the near stars and all the rest, really, which is really quite a super interesting venture, really. But uh, we're gonna have to solve quite a lot of crap, otherwise, going somewhere else to do the same thing is not gonna really solve the problem, really. That's mm. the main problem, really. I think that's so it's super interesting, but yeah. I think it, it, it brings us back to we need a framework. And how do we solve a solution by actually um, breaking things down, really, and and protesting and uh, and being angry and very emotional about the whole lot? I don't think we can. Nobody can solve problem in uh, emotional state. And we've talked about level of arousal. We've talked about the uh, short-term effect of adrenaline. And adrenaline is there on Homo sapiens sapiens to actually make you think like a proverbial. Idiot. Why do you call it Homo sapiens sapiens again? It's us. Yeah, you why are we humans? What, doesn't that mean like wise, wise man? Yeah, because well, we are conscious of being conscious, remember? So we weren't, when we were, before oh, that, we were Homo, homo sapiens. sapiens. Yeah, that's it, we yeah. were conscious. Yeah. Which is quite a big deal. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. we are conscious of being conscious. That's quite an interesting thing. And we've got that preoccupation about the future. Which is but essentially, when we are in flight or fright, we're probably not so conscious of being conscious, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go back to being yeah. sapiens. That's it, that's it. Or barely. Pardon? <laughs> or barely. Hmm. Yeah. Homo habilis. Oh, mind you, I don't think our dexterity is very good. So, Homo erectus. <laughs> let's, let's call it like that. We, we still get a bit upright, but maybe not as much as we could, really. No, no, I think that's the main problem, really the level of arousal that all that creates is very negative for the whole venture in itself, really. Mm. So, um, trying to solve your uh, own problems and being and becoming quite good at it and uh, maybe you doing it a bit. We talked about like having diabetes, for example, and then thinking that it's your mom who gave it to you because she's got diabetes. So diabetes runs in a family. So it's because of her that you got diabetes. But uh, the main problem is that you don't only inherit the gene, you inherit the behavior. 
and maybe you could have the diabetes a bit later than your mum if you were realizing that you, you have inherited from her the uh, fact that you're actually using sugar as an emotional crutch because of your expectation of what sugar is going to give you is completely warped basically because you're too emotional and you've learned it from a young age and you've learned it from a young age because you've seen it happening in your household and all those kind of stuff really. people who are quite violent and people who abuse people tend to have been abused themselves as well that's a bit of a sad thing to do to talk about really but it's actually quite, not all thank god mm. okay but some lot of people tend to repeat what has been done before them and because we inherit as well the behavior and understanding how we function and the level of arousal there is and the fact that if you want sugar to help you feel happy uh, you, you're on for a big uh, big 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 disappointment because mm. happiness That's and like sugar doesn't really the, match together it's really. the perfect addiction because you're just going to keep chasing it Chasing it, expecting, expecting that expectation. That's it, that's it, that's it. It's going to give you something more than it has. That's it. But maybe you get the that, so if you change that a little bit and you use sugar a bit differently and maybe a bit less of it, maybe you can mitigate the um, expression of the genes that predispose or the series of genes that predispose you to developing type two diabetes. Okay, mm -hmm. and therefore you can maybe develop it a bit later on in life. Or you could maybe uh, do, uh, have children yourself if you're lucky enough. And maybe they see you uh, doing the whole lot a little bit and you can explain to them, maybe not so much when they're children, but you can really show them that maybe sugar is not the best thing in certain circumstances and not make it too black and white. And therefore, they might actually develop diabetes far later than you. And it might actually just take a couple of generations to actually do that, really. Mm. But when it comes to climate change, or when it comes to global warming, or when it comes to global weirding, or whatever we are trying to... Like the man-made uh, pressures that we put on our planet, planet well we might not have uh, 50 years or 100 years that's the whole thing really because the effect will be very it will be the longer we wait and we keep uh, business as usual the more profound the effects going to be felt by a majority of people mm. wealthy or not and that's why because i had the exact same view as you you on on the um on the protest which is which is like I don't I don't actually think it was, it, it it's um, a very good step for the cause personally. Mm -hmm. But then I started. Oh, well, had you had you walked had you walked to London from uh, Bristol, or had you gone on your push bike? And uh, had you talked to other people? Had you maybe slept rough a little bit? And a lot, a lot of people did. No, yeah, some people not did. They cycle from Bristol, but they slept, yeah. a lot of people slept rough. And yeah, yeah, in in London, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But they come from a house. They uh, took the public transport to get there. They use the infrastructure that there is. So it's quite a difficult thing to actually follow through. Really, well, then the, the main there's, thing, there's really. that. Then my personal opinion, which is like, I, I like using the example of football shirts like I'm red and he's white yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. and 
uh, and them going and making a stand is like awesome but then they did a couple of things in my opinion that are silly like the, mm -hmm. the shell but they're trying to change the rule of football It's not being a red uh, a shirt or a white shirt. It's about uh, being able to play football with your hands, not with your feet. And uh, that's not going to be able to be called football. That's going to be handball. Okay? Yeah, but, but, but it's, it's a but different it, game. But it is, it Global is. warming is that. Uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, what, that's, that's, like, right? that's taking it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about my, so my, per, like my family and a lot of people yeah, yeah. that I work with yeah. who agree that climate change m might be an issue and they would like to do something towards it but seeing the media coverage of people you know smashing blah 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 doing this doing that whatever it's like all that's doing is saying they're stupid they should go that's get it. a job and it's only a small majority a minority of them yeah. who have actually I, smashed course, the things as well again but then, the then it is then it is red versus white then it is like oh, yeah, yeah. oh they're this this that's what they stand for that's and that's all it, they're doing it. is shouting like you know climate catastrophe yeah. we could face massive extinction by 2030 yeah. and that to me is like it, it's like an elastic band where if, if you you could stretch it mm -hmm. but if you keep stretching it if you mm -hmm. put too much pressure mm -hmm. then it snaps yeah. and so like the weight of the argument for me yeah. is like it loses a lot of the credibility and the weight of the argument mm -hmm. because it's so harsh. Or, it, or it's so made to lose credibility in the way it's reported as well. Yeah, for that's sure. That's the thing as of well. So, but, but, but we don't want but, to be but, too much conspiracy but, theorist either because I think it's just the way uh, the media functions. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, media yeah. is not going to show little dandelion and daisies and, and uh, people uh, being uh, really uh, nice and, and talking were, sense, really. There was a video by The Guardian, which was absolutely amazing. It was really nice and showed a different side of it. But that's like the media is the media. It always has been the same thing. And so we need to like, if we're going to make like a, I don't know, like a protest or, or try and do something mm -hmm. towards change, mm -hmm. then... Uh, Which, for me, I just think we need to be much, much smarter than mm -hmm. going and closing down. We need to vote for people who actually champion your ideas. Wow, and yeah. you need to go, because that's the whole thing. It's a democracy. Uh, revolution is great. Um, uh, I'm French. I'm a byproduct of a revolution, a little bit, and my education, and the way the state and the church have been divided, and the way the king he failed, and the lot, but there was a president, and there was a minister. There was some haves, and still some have-nots. And the revolution didn't really change that much basically in a way okay mm. it's the same, same model a bit of a variation on the same theme I don't think it's an evolution would be far more interesting and I think we need to use the tools we have and therefore you go and vote you spoil your vote we talked about that yeah. or you mm. vote for the person who champions you, you and your ideas the best the, who mostly The uh, champions, what you're uh, doing. So I don't know, like, uh, how long has uh, some of the pol leaders of the different parties in the UK have been in politics? 40 years? Yeah. Something like that. They are completely, they are completely, they are lost. But how can you, they, they, how can you possibly get those areas that have voted the same MP in time mm -hmm. and time again? How can you get them to see that? You were talking about the youth. You were talking about the people who were 16 when the referendum happened and then if they could, they could, they had the, choice, the possibility to vote and they said, go and vote, cast your vote and vote for the person. It's little, 
you can't be do big changes it's a massive it's a ginormous change yeah. it's impossible to do it all in one you need when you do problem solving you do little chunk at the time you don't uh, you can't swallow the bloody planet you're going to choke on it really it's going to be pretty pretty deadly really yeah you have yeah. to do little by little and it's one person at the time That's the whole stuff, really. How did Mahatma Gandhi got rid of the uh, and made the UK not an em an empire anymore, <laughs> which we would really want mm -hmm. from having voted out yeah. because we can be great nation again. <laughs> That thing. How did he do? Simple. Have a long, long, long period. Time. It took his time. People just about salt <laughs> and uh, just about salt. The tax on salt. Shit, how are we gonna do that? Oh my god, everybody's doing, ah! And then the new, the British government is so be like, you know what? When we really enjoy, I think we really, it's awesome what you're doing. We were just about to actually give you uh, more opportunity to have uh, salt for free. You can have the whole salt uh, on earth you want. Shit. What happened then? That it is fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> you can't even do anything anymore because your protest has got no ground because the government and the central institution are like, yeah, great, oh, fab, oh, well done, oh, you just, uh, oh, you got it a bit before us. Next week, we are about to give you free salt for everybody in India. And actually, we're going to do desalination type place. We're going to make some fresh water for everybody on top of it because we are good people. You know, like, it's great, you know. That's it. And then you can carry on the same. And people like, would have been like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, thank you, yeah, we want some salt. Wow, free salt. And it, it would have been finished. But no, the British government wanted things to stay the same. Or the, no, not British government, the empire wanted to remain the same and have the same structure. And it was a little bit of a change and the whole thing completely cracked the enamel of the whole bloody thing. And it completely collapsed from just tax on salt and from people being a bit non-violent and being a bit like well, I'll do my bread with that salt thank you very much yeah. oh, shit it's not gonna buy our salt what the fuck are we gonna do yeah that's it really then small things then they're independent of the of the whole system. system system but they play the system yeah you can't do it from something that doesn't exist so go vote vote and vote wisely and try it by you you've seen how the You're lucky enough to vote. You know, I'm French. I can't vote for those kind of stuff, really, because it's a British. Can you affair. vote? Can you vote in the um, local elections? Yeah, local elections. Yeah, of course. I do always vote, and even for the Polish commissioner, mm. which was quite an interesting vote. I've never time. voted for a police commissioner before. Yeah, I have. I've had the opportunities to do that a couple of times. Um, but that's the whole thing, really. You need to cast your vote, and you need to actually, um, well, the media, the whole Brexit kind of shenanigan, the uh, expense scandal, all those kind of stuff. We have now got the proof, if we didn't have it before, that people in power are actually only trying to meet their own needs. That's it, really. It's like uh, being a parent and you want to meet your needs first. And therefore, you're a child. Because that's what ch children do. Children try to actually meet their own needs first. And then parents try to, because they are parents, they try to meet, help their kids meet their needs first. Mm. And then they, need, they meet their needs second. So there's a lot of children behaving like adults. And there's a lot of adults behaving like children. 
That's the thing. And politicians are a great example of a five-year-old, basically, who's got little tantrums and he wants to do the whole thing for himself about power, which is not really power. It's about control, about status, about financial security. Yeah, well, like, like most of us, they don't have really a job, really. They don't have a job. They're just politicians. And if that's a job, I'm not too sure when it was invented, really, because I think that's... Pretty, it's like footballers. Sorry about that. Really, but kicking a ball and being paid millions, there's a little bit of a weird thing really going there. Really, hey, but that, the thing, it, really. it is it is a weird thing, and they do get paid a lot of money. But it's a very very scalable sport, and if they don't perform, yeah, they're account. At least they're accountable. Mm. I, they, they get paid stupid money. Are they accountable? Yeah, of course they are. Mm, not not as accountable as they uh, should be. No, but yeah, that, yeah. but that's not accountable. Politicians. Have zero account. If they snap their hamstring because they didn't know how to stretch, are they not being paid? Well, that's someone else. That's someone else's job to teach them how to look after them properly. properly. Is it somebody else's problem yeah, to teach them? Yeah. That's it. Well, but, I think that's where that's where we're no, getting no, 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 to. No, no, no. Uh, but, it's okay, not everybody okay, else's problem. It's their own problem, and that's the problem about global warming. It's not somebody else's problem. It's all our individual problems, yeah. and that's the main uh, thing. Really. No, my my point. I'm happy, my I'm happy point about your, uh, putting your point forward. Well, my point wasn't yeah, about yeah. about them having no accountability. Yeah, yeah, not enough accountable. I think they're but, not but, enough accountable. But that's they, they, they are at least accountable slightly. Slightly, yeah. But, but, but the, uh, what about po- the manager? Po- po- politicians are compl- are not accountable at all. It's like I know there's zero accountability. Did we talk about the people of the bog? Yeah, the yeah. chieftains. The chieftains, yeah, 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 who have been found preserved in uh, in bog pits. You know, it's a very anaerobic environment and people have been preserved there. We can see a very what? T- tattoos. An- an- anaerobic. Anaerobic. The bog people. Not the boat people. The bog people. The bog. And I think the, what I read not too, too long ago was the fact that they were possibly people of high status. And they were possibly chieftains of the village and thing. And with uh, great power came great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we know one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing, really. Okay, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. And those people had possibly the responsibility of uh, dealing with a false diary from the one family and their girl and maybe the wall of the boundary of the field that had been pushed and he fell and then the guy built it a bit further on one side and then the, how much the crop and the thing he put some little stones in it and the weight was not really the right one and those kind of stuff and maybe the crop and maybe other bits and bobs and when people thought that the chieftain was actually doing it a bit too much for himself they had uh, he is it needed to be done for the true reason, mm. the real reason. Mm. And if it was not, uh, people were able to beat the crap out of them to death, basically. And then you knew the next person who was going to come knew that uh, if he was doing it, it was not going to, it's not without consequences. There's, there's a reminder. People know that's it. There's accountability. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you do it for the right reason and you do it for others and you commit to the whole lot. Otherwise, it's co- 
We don't want to go back to the people of the bog or the bog people or the bronze age. We don't want to go back to the bronze age. Okay? Well, my you, that would be quite a simple global warming. It would probably shape things up quite quickly, but obviously we can't do that. That's it, that's it, that's it. But, but if you say, I mean, really, how, there, there how, was accountability. How, how do you, it, it, I mean, the, well, you, you, the, stop, the, you stop paying them. They do it for free. They do it for free. What is accountability? And, you, they, and they have a job. You have a duty to, we voted, you voted two years ago to get your politicians, you, you were asked whether to stay or come out of Europe. And you, the politicians were uh, had to actually do something they might not have wanted to do, but they were asked by the majority, the voting majority of the UK people that they needed to, they wanted the UK to be taken out of Europe in an orderly fashion within two years. And the deadline was the 29th of March. Oh, I mean, it's the 23rd of April. We still, uh, uh, we haven't heard much about the bloody Brexit the last uh, couple of uh, weeks now. Oh, it's old news. It's still there. So trick and treat is going to be quite interesting stuff. They haven't, they haven't been accountable. As, <laughs> if, had we, had we stopped to pay them, had we, had, you do that. And if you don't do it properly and we don't recognize that it's done properly, you don't get paid. Yeah, but how, we can't not pay them. Why? Because, well, I, I would love to not pay them. Well, uh, I don't pay my tax on time. I get slammed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get slammed. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't park but in the right how, place. How, I get fucking slammed too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yes, no, we can't do that and things like that. Yes, we can. How? Yes, we, let's. You, you, we put something together and you vote for people who actually get that jig really and want to get some accountability. That's the whole thing really. That's it. How many of them are going to be there? I'm not too sure really. Uh, yeah, how are we going to do that? I think he, he is wishful thinking, but uh, the manager of I'm not too sure which uh, uh, football club buggers the whole lot and they have spent six six 600 million, I'm not too sure how much, to get some new players and all uh, this kind of stuff, um, and they do very badly, and then the uh, whole thing, what, what happens? He's being dismissed with the bonus, and the whole thing. As a Mourinho. But maybe right. whoever the whole thing is and whoever he is or whatever I'm not interested too much really in football that's not really my uh, so what? thing of uh, uh, but what I'm saying there's no accountability there's a little clause in the whole lot if you bugger the whole stuff you can be dismissed and we give you the money and then we're going to get somebody else <laughs> great oh, that's really great who actually pays uh, those people the fans hmm. and the people in front of TV <laughs> is the TV rights and it's the fans who go in the stadiums who pay for the whole lot really so actually they we want more spectacle the whole guy is empowered to do the whole thing because he's, he's telling us he's competent and he's paid really quite well but actually the stuff goes a bit belly up and then we tell him to go and then not to even fix the problem so he doesn't have to actually change the way he does anything because he's not even accountable by it. I think it's it's um, I think it's mental illness. Yeah. That's mental illness. That's, I think that's quite clear cut. I think we agree. It's mental illness. And I think that's the same thing with the whole lot, really. The car, oh, the car is fabulous. It's great. 
yeah, it's great. And we talked a lot about status and we talked a lot about security. We talked a lot about the reason why people wanted a car and to take you from A to B and things like that, really. And there's plenty of great stuff, really. I'm not sure how safe cars are. I think it's people who drive them and the skills they have and the competence they have that makes it safe. But mm. that's a different story, really. But if you're sold a safe car and you're sold a red car, you can have it in red. No, but... You can have it in white as well. Oh, and you can have it red and white. <laughs> like, like that's, you know, like it's, like it's something really valuable. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, leather seats and all the rest and things, which is great, really. Yeah, I think it's great, really. But it's a combustion engine and it's producing quite a lot of uh, greenhouse gases. That's it, really. And when the Chinese people were uh, going to work on their bikes, there was lots of bikes. But now they want loads of cars, which is great, because we're going to be able to sell them loads of cars. It's great. So we're going to be able to carry on producing more cars. It's great. So we can have people working at producing cars, and they can be paid to buy some more shit they don't need in order to get more cars produced. Are actually buggering, and it's great. And the government is gonna relish the whole lot because it's all about GDP, it's all about growth. It's yeah, it's fab. We have like we've sold so many cars. Wow, so we've sold so many landmines. We sold so many fighter jets. We've uh, uh, sold so many bombs. Yes. Our industry is doing really well. No, because that, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's great. Shall we maybe consume other things, really? Or, yeah, or try and... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying uh, uh, weapons are not a good thing. I'm, I'm just saying it's well, a what? little bit weird that uh, selling weapons for people to kill each other it's is actually helping us to uh, grow our country, really. And, and uh, celebrated. And, and being celebrated, really. Yeah. Like, like you say, the, like, everything's about GDP. Oh, I know no, it's celebrated because we need to sell our weapons to nice people, the nice guys. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. we can't sell it to the nasty people, because the, the the bad the bad people. But then, is, <laughs> who decides? <laughs> <laughs> that's classic. That's classic. The bad people and the good people. Yeah. Kim Jong Un, bad 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 man. We can't do. We can't let, let him have it. Iranians. Oh, oh my God. They are the evil. Evil. They are bad people. Are they really bad people? Oh. I think from their point of view, we are pretty bad too. So that's the thing, really. Which side of the fence? Yeah, well, that's it, that's it, that's it. So there's no bad people, there's no good people. There's just like people who are a bit deluded about why they do the whole lot and pretend to do it for the wrong reason. That's all, really. And I think that's the main problem. Global warming is that problem. It's how people can live with themselves a little bit. And that's a bit the whole tricky stuff. And with, and we've got the same problem with artificial intelligence and algorithms and all those kind of stuff, really. People don't know who they are anymore. And that's a big of a problem. I'm anxious. I've got anxiety disorder. Mate, your heart is going a bit faster because you're a little aroused and because your autonomic nervous mm. system is playing up. And you, now we've got a condition. Far out. <laughs> <laughs> like that, there's nothing more normal than that I had this discussion with someone it, really? at, like at, at work today and, and then every time we every time we encounter a mental discrepancy like a difference when our body does something different or yeah. whatever it's like immediately we look for like a, 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 a safeguard a, a safety net yeah. 
Like, and, like, and now we, we look for somebody else to give us a safety net. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah. And then therefore, you need to get somebody who produces a molecule who can be prescribed to you because they know better than you how it is and they can give it to you so your heart doesn't really... Per- Like it's like 300 million years in the making. Come on, it's all happening. It's all fine. It's all normal. And it's a bit strange that people have got very little understanding of the whole lot, really. Yeah. And, but, but no, it's not very... That's uh, Joe Griffin and, uh, but that's, but that's, and, and, those, and those guys and Ivan Tarrell giving a framework because people don't have a framework. They are not explained, really. You have, you have palpitation, but it's normal. Well done. It's normal. You're you're normal. Well done. Yeah, yeah great. Exactly the same as everyone else. Like me, I've so got palpitation too. That's it. Yeah, but I don't uh, fantasize on a whole lot. I don't uh, I don't use my imagination in a completely delirious fashion. I still uh, get quite rational and I'm having to speak in public and uh, I'm uh, breaking it a little bit and my heart is racing a bit faster and my mouth gets a bit uh, my hands get a bit clammy. Oh my god! And it's not going to be an asteroid strike. I'm not going to die of a heart attack. I'm just a bit stressed and a bit aroused by the whole lot and my expectation of what the whole thing is go- should be able to bring me is a bit discrepant to what's happening in reality and that's happening all the time mm. that's the whole thing a little bit really people don't know themselves very well and people who break uh, uh, destroy things and loot stuff but there's a gilet jaune in France at the moment or for the last there's a what? gilet jaune the yellow jacket yellow jacket we want more money to do less work because uh, there's people who are too rich and we are too poor that stuff and we want the state to help us because it's unfair mm. okay great it's pretty yeah it's interesting it, it, well, um, it, it, it is unfair yeah yeah, yeah well, well welcome to freaking yeah. uh, welcome to the world yes. welcome to re- reality reality is fucking unfair yeah oppression is from every single angle, everywhere. Yes. Don't don't worry, it's all fine. You'll be it's really, it's going to be unfair all the time. And if you think that it should not be unfair, well, you've got a big problem. And I don't think you're going to be able to solve that one. Different story. The whole stuff is people went uh, for genuine reason about the social kind of thing and the work. I think the discrepancy be- between people who earn a living from wealth and the work of others compared to the amount of money people make from their work, it becomes quite big. This is a too big discrepancy mm-hmm. now. It okay. compounds. Compounds, okay. So I think people are unhappy about that. Fair enough. And there's plenty of uh, things, reason why. And it's pe- people who are... Uh, like uh, house husband and thing, they go to the bloody uh, wall serves, they look after their kids, they're really gentle people, all those kind of stuff, and they go into a big demonstration, there's uh, f- hundred thousand people, and the stuff starts to get uh, rowdy, a little bit heated. The IQ goes down pretty severely from 123 on average to less than 83, which because is they're, they're because everybody's getting aroused and things like that. And a guy in a little wee hour of the morning is handcuffed in a bloody cell at the police. He's never done. 
anything wrong, he's paying his tax, he's really diligent, he's helping his community, he's doing quite a lot of things in that situation, he ended up bloody looting something and uh, nicked some uh, Reebok shoes that he already had on his shoes, on his feet. Well, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's it really. And that's, that's, that's an example, but it's exactly that really. Uh, people in those situations get far too aroused and they end up doing completely stupid things really. Mm. Is, 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 that's that's the whole thing really so um, let's really look at how we function a little bit and being an osteopath I look at pain all day long and uh, uh, acute and persistent pain and it's a lot about teaching people how they function and uh, uh, quite a lot of people know or have got a hint or a hunch that how they function and then they read something repeating there's a trend mm -hmm. there's a, a pattern yeah. a little bit at play really and I think it's fab but it's to have a framework to be able to be able to step out and be able to be conscious of being conscious that's the whole thing really for you to be able to apply things and when we you scratch at that and you're able to deal with all those little um, little weirdness about you well, all of a sudden... Uh, can often become a strength. Well, yeah, a little bit. And <clears> then you know a bit yourself a bit better. And therefore, you do things a bit less because you want them, but maybe maybe because you need them. Or those kind of stuff, okay? Hmm. Do you need a big car or do you want a big car? Do you, do you need to be safe in a big car? Or, come on, like, you know, it's not Mogadishu, really. Or it's not bloody northern Libya really okay like it's fine it's <laughs> you were in a cut walls it's all good that's mm. it okay it's all fine so but that's a bit the problem we are sheltered and you you turn the tap and there's some drinking water you're not gonna get cholera really last time there was cholera in uh, the UK it was in eight, in uh, London was in 1848 or something like that maybe last cholera outbreak really and the person who deciphered the fact that it was a bacteria-led type of problem, he made quite a lot of money out of it, really. Mm. That was the whole thing, really. Because he had the idea about the whole lot, he looked and he and we sanitized the whole thing, and it was fine, really. That was tough, really. So we need to step out a little bit, really, rather than scream our head off but all if, the time. Really. if we've only got 50 years... No, we don't have 50 years. It's uh, now well uh, trodden and the whole impact of things. I look a lot about like ice cap. I look about lots about noctilucent clouds. Say that? that? No. Noctilucent. Noctilucent. Clouds. So it's very high altitude clouds made of water vapor, basically. And there's an awful lot to do with uh, the amount of water vapor there is in the atmosphere, and then it goes really high. It's 100 kilometers. There's no clouds higher than that. They're on, uh, on 90 kilometers. They're on the uh, edge of space, basically. Okay? And there are a lot. And why causing that? Well, we've increased the uh, occurrence of them mm. quite a fair bit, really. There's loads of possibilities. We're analyzing that with uh, satellite. Oh, oui. The hum humanities mm. analyzing that with satellites in order to get an idea about what's happening. They were, to they were supposed to be seeded by uh, meteors, by all the meteor showers. So yesterday was a Lyrid uh, meteor shower, I think. Is it the Lyrid? Yeah. Oh no, the Quadrantid, sorry. Anyway, but all those kind of stuff is a bit of a different story, really. But nonetheless, 
there is an awful lot of the ice cap that is actually shrinking and I'm not too sure about you but black paint or white paint are going to behave very differently when the sun strikes it basically okay and that's a bit the worst of so the least the extent of the ice cap during the summer in the northern hemisphere for example is the least the, of the incident uh, solar radiation can bounce off back into space okay mm. so it compounds again there's something that exactly because uh, instead of ice there's sea water which is a bit darker it's not really white mm. okay mm. but the thing really So, um, how do we go about? Uh, I think we could... Uh, But then don't you think it's a good idea for people to make a real noise in the middle of London to to maybe... No, we could have a party. I think we could have a good party, a big party. And I think a lot of people were there to party, but a lot of people were there just to break the whole thing and it didn't help and people how do you do that should be accountable when they go on those demonstrations to be non-violent how do you hold that's them the accountable ah, bah, that's it <laughs> you can't hold them accountable because if they don't if they go to that demonstration for the wrong reason you can't uh, control the whole lot if everybody does it for the same reason that's uh, maybe not a, pro- uh, not a problem really and mm. people do it in a very non-violent fashion really But that's the thing. There was a guy who wanted to... A guy, there was a couple of scientists who wanted to... I think they have actually created a compound that could be spread in high at- atmosphere, which would actually reflect quite a lot of the incident um, uh, light, light, uh, infrared light from the sun back into space we, before it actually touches the ground. So we could, with few kilos or hundreds of kilos of that substance, we could, and actually the polar vortex type thing, so we, it kind of stays in a high altitude type, <laughs> type stuff, and it actually mitigates the effect of solar for very little money. Actually. Yeah, well, it's not very, it's not very expensive I'm, to do that. I'm, I'm up for solutions, of course, but that's that, it. that would be absolutely hilarious, the conspiracy theories that come from that. It wouldn't be. Well, everyone's just going to be like proof that they spray stuff into the sky. Oh, yeah. To control us. Uh, To control us. Oh, yeah, that's another story, really. Mm -hmm. No, here we're talking about actually actually just bouncing infrared radiation so it doesn't hit the ground and it doesn't hit the water that is there, basically. Mm. Okay? Because there's more water than ice. But um, if there was uh, something like that, is it actually a great thing to actually do it? What I don't know. What, what are the effects? <clears throat> If we could actually mitigate the effect of global warming by but what, with a simple with a simple solution like that. There's always things that we don't think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. If they, and I think there is. If there was a um, substance like that that could be spread in high altitude in a, a, a summer in the northern hemisphere and in the summer in the southern hemisphere to try to mitigate the effect the whole incident infrared radiation is having on warming up the water and we could maybe cool things down a little bit is it a good thing to do? I don't know no, it's, it's crap oh. it's the worst thing possible Because it means we don't have to change anything. So we can carry on the same. Oh, right, all yeah. those things are made for us to carry on doing mm. the same. <laughs> that's the problem. Against safety net. Safety net, that's it. 
So, oh, I've got high blood pressure, but it's my doctor who deals with it. Oh, well, that's great. That's great to delegate that to your doctor. Fab. Brilliant. Well done. Good job. Well, it's a one way of doing. It's one way of doing. As long as you're happy with your doctor not buggering it off. You know, there was that talk about statin, and I read not too long ago that there was half of the people taking statin. It was not really effective. When actually everybody should be taking statin. We need to pump everybody with statin so they can carry on eating butter and lard and lard on butter with more lard and more thing and their cholesterol doesn't go up so they don't have arteriosclerosis and therefore we don't have to deal with the bloody heart attacks. What's arteriosclerosis? like narrowing and hardening of the arteries oh. of a byproduct of maybe an interesting diet which is not very Mediterranean in a way really and mm. stress as well like oxidative stress which is another story so we can delegate the whole stuff to somebody and if somebody's got a quick fix if we were to be able to mitigate the effect of the incident um, infrared radiation at the polar region in the summer I think that could actually decrease pretty drastically the effect of a global warming but that's uh, really bad idea because it means that we're going to carry on going from A to B with our big cars to be safe in them and all the rest really and then at some point that thing's not going to be good enough because the the French president Mr. Macron uh, very wisely has put a tax on diesel eco tax on diesel a green tax on diesel and everybody descending in the street because he said it was unfair and it was affecting people who actually earn less money who needed to go to work Okay, and so they, fo- they thought it was a punitive tax rather than a bit of a constructive one in a way. Okay, and then you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, I think that's a, yeah, that's a great idea. But then you think a bit more when you're a bit calmer after breakfast, maybe the next day, and you think, well, hold on, hold on, those people are actually not very well paid because that's why they're in the street as well. They are not very of um, they're not very qualified possibly jobs really mm. uh, people who are not very qualified who are not very well paid tend to maybe be able to afford housing maybe around the same place in town in a way and they might actually go to work with other people who are coming from the same place in town no mm. maybe the commuting that thing so you're, you're going to uh, do your three eights for example and you're going to build some cars in uh, the Honda plant or the, the Renault Peugeot PGA thing ok great brilliant ok and you're, but you're not super highly paid and you come possibly from the same part of town and you come with your car on your own and then you're pissed off because there's a tax on diesel ok Be, to make it greener so it's like yeah so it should have been explained a bit differently the PR was not maybe done very well and had Macron said that money is going to help you to actually uh, share your car share with other people who go to work with you so will help your company with that uh, the, the money from that tax to actually outsource the whole thing to a company who's going to employ people who's going to be able to look at your itinerary and where you come from and is going to be able to put you in contact with four people in order for you to share your car with those people so you'll have to use your car four times less put four times less uh, mileage on it so services four times less and then put four times less uh, uh, petrol wow and and so but no because we can't do that 
Oui, it's not possible. Because it's, you que... impose it on me and it's, it's too much change. I want to be on my own in my car. Yeah. It's my little private thing. I want to shit yeah. in my car on my own. I need to be private, really. And that, I can't have other people in my car. Ah. Well, we're not gonna change that much if it happens like that, really. And I don't know. Uh, I'm an osteopath. Not to say that I'm very highly qualified, but I've done a bit of studying in order to get the wool where I am for one reason or another. And then the thing is, if I treat horses um, or if I come to work, how many people come to work in my own clinic? We who come from the same part of town who I can share my uh, car with? Well, it's not very fair. It's not. It's not. I am really pissed off now. It's not fair. I don't work with too many other people. And therefore, I can't car share. So I can't mitigate my uh, the expense I've got on my uh, car. Thank God, the government is giving me a little bit of money back for my mileage and all those kind of stuff. And it's mitigated on my tax. Fair enough. But I don't think it's really to do with that too much. Okay? The argument is about I'm coming in my practice from uh, 7 o'clock on a Monday morning in Swindon. I start at 7 o'clock in Swindon. I come from here. So it takes me 40 minutes to get there. I leave at 6.20 or a bit before in order to get there, really. Okay? And who am I going to go with? Who's going to start at 7 o'clock with me? You're not going to find many people. Not many people. And especially if I finish at 12.30, really. So maybe somebody who should say, well, you should go and be an osteopath where there's other people who are osteopaths and you can all share and then uh, live in the same place. And those, I mean, really, it doesn't really finish. But a lot of people who, who are maybe remunerated better than people who work on a, on an assembly line. But that's, uh, I mean, really, that's an argument. In a, in a way, a, really. Okay. That's an argument of, um, you know, people earn more money because of convenience. People but, earn more um, money because sorry, of convenience. Pe- people, people earn more money because they're, they're, it is now convenient for them to be able to travel 40 minutes an hour mm-hmm. by car from yeah. the countryside to one place. Of so, course. Okay, well, you can do that, but you have, you're have you going to pay the price for it. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you want, if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. That's oh yeah, fine. I could have bought, a, but, but maybe a, I could have bought an SUV, three liter, and guzzle it, and then actually I could have poured a, because I earn a lot of money. I could have poured the gasoline behind it and lit it on fire and leave a trail of freaking destruction behind it. <laughs> yes, but no. But but the no, but that's, really. that's that's the argument. Like, raise, if if we need to raise fuel because mm-hmm. of the eco tax, whatever. Yeah. If we do something similar, that's which it. is always going up anyway. Yeah. But why, why no, we then, want to? That's the whole thing. People need to know why the tax is being raised. Yeah, they and do. Then what the benefit is going to be for them and individually? Because making a green tax to help for climate change is a big freaking woofy. Really. Exactly. 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 And that's the same thing with exactly. people doing, you know, standing up for what they believe in, which is great in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then to other people, it's like, well, what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything to me because I'm building, you know, people are building their careers or building a small business or building a family or building this on this scale. And they can't think beyond that. Well, yeah, but that's already quite good, really. Yeah, that if is you good. Can, but, if you can but, build but, a family, but nowadays I can tell you, building a family, oh, I don't love you anymore, you bastard. I loved you last week, but I don't love you anymore. I, I want to divorce. Oh, great, that's going to help you to earn lots more money, really, and split the bloody wealth and all those kind of stuff, really, as if getting married to somebody was so because you love them, really. <laughs> 
no that's the whole thing really it's a bit the whole stuff you want to get married I think it's yeah well think about it a bit more really the, but is there somebody who wants to get married to you really look at yourself in the mirror a bit and uh, have you got the qualities to do a good uh, husband not is, am I gonna love her uh, long enough really no, it's not about her it's about you it's about the, that's the thing again so mm. even in there that's the whole but, stuff really but, but it's not it's not helping people realise that it's not helping people saying oh there's a green tax or there's an eco this or uh-huh. you know this product's super eco-friendly and it's going to save the planet blah 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 blah. it's like yeah that's all very well and good but what, what does that actually mean to people what does it mean and but if we had been sold it if the French people had been sold it by Macron by actually being the wall tax and that money raised would have helped companies to actually subcontract another company to get the wall covoiturage is called in France or car sharing in France a bit better and up to scratch for them to mitigate their cost on their traveling then that's different that's, that's different yeah. but it's exactly the same so that's the thing really I think sometimes people need to be freaking tarmac burned you know like in order to realize shit you know people take their driving license and they go on the road uh, driving is really fucking dangerous when you get in an accident you die Okay, mm. but you, you, you do your nails, you do the stuff, you don't even look, you text, you do the whole lot. Uh, as part of the driving license, you should go to A&E on a Friday and see a little bit drink drivers how they come a bit mushed into the operating theater. And mm. that would change maybe things a bit, really, you know? Mm. I don't know. Work with the firefighters a little bit. See a little bit the whole shenanigan, uh, um, smoke alarm in your house and things like that but yeah, if you're too busy w- watching Jeremy Kyle's on a daytime TV drinking triple X maybe it's not on your priority list and maybe it shouldn't really and maybe it should be somebody to tell you to do it yeah, where do we go really that's the thing really we are, we are making um, I'm afraid I think and I've, oh, I've got a great story with my insurance my um, uh, professional liability insurance so I've been an osteopath 17 years I try to behave with my patients as well as possible I try to meet their expectations as much as possible I try to communicate that I try to verbalize that with them quite a lot I try to do a good job I try to do my utmost with people and my uh, liability insurance has doubled last year wow from something not too expensive to something not too expensive but still still doubled and when I called they were like oh yeah we've had two or three really high case uh, high case of uh, osteopath really being a bunch of bastards and behaving like a bunch of twats and uh, we've uh, shared uh, with all of you the price of that Mm. great I've been very rewarded for doing the right thing thank you very much oh and I can sign again next year. That's great. I know that's, 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 that's how fucked up he is, in a way, really. He's broken a bit. You, you can't really do the, what you think is right and what people around you really enjoy for being right. And then you're not even rewarded for doing it, really, you know? Your premium on your car is really high because you're quite young and because uh, you're a bloke and because your car is red. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like, it's 
completely bonkers. It's bonkers. That's it. Ah, but the insurers are actually seeing that there's a, a more uh, a bloke in their uh, mid-twenties with red cars who get into car crashes, and therefore, the, uh, the whole stuff is passed on to everybody else. Yeah, of course. Of course. Great. Great job. So the insurer is making money out of everybody else is doing it really well. <laughs> Interesting business model. Again, I think it's... Yeah, works for it, few, I'm sure. Yeah, it works for few, again. Um, we're talking about pharmaceutical and uh, research on antibiotics and for them to keep their business model which is quite profiteering for whatever reason they are making money out of all that and the health and, meet, and helping the health of other people and the research of it but oh uh, we haven't done as much research because it's quite pricey actually and it would have it would have cut a bit on our uh, profit and therefore we and it was not really very easy to do so we've not done it or we've done it a bit but not enough and 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 then now we've got oh the bacteria have been really 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 nasty they've been They are, they are resisting our attempt to kill them, really. And now, uh, if the government could help us to mitigate the cost that it, uh, from uh, doing research on antibiotics that doesn't come to a viable product, it would be really great. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Brilliant. <laughs> so that you don't have to change your business model. Great. That's really interesting. It's interesting. I'm not sure what the solution is. I think it's quite interesting when you dissect the whole lot and you look at how it's done. It's, a, it's another example of no accountability at all. Not much accountability. No, no, no. They've been making money for the right reason, for distributing But and manufacturing safe, safe antibiotics and effective antibiotics for the last 50 years. And they've made quoi faire bit of money. But... All of a sudden, we've got resistance in antibiotics. Who were the first people to notice that there was going to be resistance in, of, from bacteria, from antibiotics? Prob it, probably them. Probably them. Probably them. Okay? So they've been knowing for the last however how long about the whole lot. I'm not even too sure if Pasteur had not even noticed that there was some resistance from the whole lot. Okay? <laughs> from penicillin. So that's a little while back. Mm -hmm. But hey -oh. Let's assume it's 25 years. What have they done in the last 25 years to try to... Even if it's not, even if it's five years, which is definitely more because it's been in the public yeah, yeah. eye for more than five yeah, years. Exactly, exactly. It's like you, you, can, you can then put in a model from your profits like any other organization has to do. To mitigate the wool stuff. To the try and keep going. Yeah. Exactly. But, but when, I was, when I said a minute ago, again, no accountability. Yeah, it's no accountability to them. But it's also no accountability to the government allowing them... Give, Okay, here's the money. Yeah. Or accountability from people who've got a little sniffle, who go to the doctor and they want antibiotics. Or maybe accountability from the doctor to not educating their uh, patients that antibiotics are not really working when there's a virus or the whole lot, really. Or there's a yeast infection. You know, I'm, I've seen a couple of kids uh, in my uh, small career as an osteopath and I've looked into their uh, ears with my otoscope and a uh, lot didn't have much of a tympanic membrane really because it was like a mushroom cultivation in a whole lot really and they were given oral antibiotics and then otitis media is getting far more resistant and the bacteria and a whole lot but it competes with yeast and then after we put the little uh, antibiotics in your ear and then if it's a yeast infection well what happens well the yeast is feeding on the antibiotics it makes it stronger so it destroys all the bacteria there's no competition and he yum 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 he eats a little yeah yeah and that's the whole stuff really that's the thing there's loads of 
great stuff, but some consequences are not very uh, looked at. Very, there's not too many people who are able to step out and look at the stuff. Really, when the car was invented, we wanted to go from A to B a bit faster, but there was not too many people hundred years ago when the car was invented, and uh, nowadays there's uh, quite a few people and quite a lot of them want a car. Mm. And then uh, it's maybe not the best uh, thing to get, really. In a way, I don't know. Not the thing, really. No, I, I, I agree. Immediately, as soon as you get a car, you realize how far away you can go and go see stuff. But That's it's it. like there's a lot just yeah. right on your and, doorstep. And uh, share it with very little people because you're on your own. Behind your very rare that you take more than one person That's it. That's it. And uh, I can tell you, the few people I know who work in Nationwide who actually uh, um, share their car, uh, they are not doing it any other way, really. Because the benefit... Oh, there's a few counterparts. They have to work. They have to be at work for an extra hour and a half every day. Yeah, or if if people have to be early or late, but employers should be able to work a way around that really they, sh- they should be able to but even um, if they couldn't they can I can tell you as an employee your company is not helping you with your, your bill with uh, uh, changing your oil and uh, servicing mm. your car and, uh, and the wear of the tires in your car and the wear of the engine and the whole lot really so basically they do four times less mileage with their car they use their car one week a month Wow. And that's again changing something close to you rather than getting yeah. the big thing yeah. to change. That's it. Is change it, making a small change that's as impactful. As very impactful on four, four, three other people. Well, there's four of them. Hmm. So they are really impacted four people yeah. in the whole lot. And the money they've saved, I'm not too sure what they've used it for, but um, it would be quite interesting to see because that's the whole thing a bit really. It's not so much the money you save, it's what you do with it. Maybe they went on a, a big paquebot, a big cruise liner uh, cruise in the Med who uh, produced as much CO2, so it was useless anyway. Yeah, it was massively negative. Massively negative. You know, cruise liners use between 40 and 80,000 gallons of, uh, of fuel a day. Yeah. So uh, I was told... I know I wasn't told. I was told uh, uh, against the whole lot that the 15 biggest container carriers in the world were polluting as much as all the cars in the world. And uh, maybe it's not the 15 biggest. Maybe it's just the 10 ones. Yeah. Or maybe the 20 or 50 ones. Or 100. 100 ones. But Let's say 100. Because I was saying 10. So 10 times more. Everyone, talk, everyone goes on at flying, which is like, okay, maybe we do need to reduce flying but yeah. that's never actually going to happen yeah. and this is probably never going to happen but but we could just stop long haul big tankers yeah because but you could not get your plastic Christmas tree in Argos for five quid yeah but if and if, that's going to be that's going to be big trauma if people are buying people. less so uh, if, uh, yeah, if yeah, we yeah. try and teach people how to buy less uh, yeah, that's going to be just, <laughs> like, let's not do that because there's a northern passage now, so we can go from China uh, above on the northern passage, above uh, in Russia, now that the sea ice is not there. So the fact that there's no enough uh, sea ice in the polar cap is great, so we can go, and actually, it's great for the planet, because it's a far less long journey than go via the Suez Canal and all the rest, okay? Or from the uh, Bonne Espérance, I'm not sure, Good Hope. Cape of Good Hope in South Africa to go back up. So actually to go to Rotterdam, for example. So if you go up from Beijing or the east 
coast of China and you go up across uh, the Bering uh, Strait and then you go in the north of uh, Russia and then uh, Scandinavia and down to Rotterdam is far shorter a journey than it is going the other way. So actually it produces less greenhouse pollution. pollution. Exactly. Why well, it brings the pollution to more pristine places. So we've not been polluted quite yet. So it's actually a bit better type thing. But hey ho. That the, that the thing a bit yeah but it's definitely you it's know, quite we, tricky we, not we, to be too cynical about the whole lot really and we could reduce it massively it. yeah so a couple of my patients have bought Tesla cars where are Tesla cars produced America in America how do they come here I've not seen Shit. the bridge I've not seen the road quite yet wow I could be from I don't want to slate people from Alabama too much or people from Connecticut or, or mind you Connecticut people might not be but Pennsylvania or something like that where they know they don't you say oh I'm coming from France oh wow did you came by train yeah from the airport here yes <laughs> but otherwise no plane big ocean massive so there's no road you have to put it on a tanker onto the whole lot and actually the amount of that it pollutes to get it to here is actually very negative really. mm. so until Tesla cars are produced in the UK into the super giga uh, super factories that Elon Musk has done great it's great but he has to come all the way here so by actually doing the right thing by thinking that you do the right thing by buying an electric car I think it's yeah but I think most people who buy a Tesla um, they I think most people certainly that I've spoken to understand mm -hmm. that it's probably carbon negative by the amount of crap that's produced from a yeah Produce, production type thing yeah. but over its lifestyle and then the recycling of the batteries and all those kind of stuff is going to be quite an interesting thing with yeah but then that's a tricky one because how do you innovate without that's it, that's it. exactly exactly but um, I think it's a um, local market and old fashioned uh, type thing really I go to the mm. strand market quite a lot and uh, I buy products they're not very they're not very cheap that's the whole thing really that's but, the issue but they're very good so if I have red meat once a week and I buy it from the little producer or the duck the little lady who does duck uh, breast over there uh, the quality the way the duck has been reared the whole way so yeah the cost it cost me 10 quid for uh, two big uh, breasts really that's exactly that's that's where I think meat should go 100% I think I don't think we should necessarily stop eating meat because yeah. you know we do need the, the cycle of of us in with animals is important yeah. Yeah. but being able to get a duck breast or a chicken you know yeah. you can get a chicken breast chicken, for like yeah. un, probably under a quid or under yeah, two yeah. pounds I think it's a 99p chicken type stuff at one stage that's, that's completely that's, absurd that's it it's completely absurd and I can't imagine it can be very good for you that's it yeah so but it's cheap so it's what you do with your money I don't have much money so I, I buy cheap shit okay well yeah that's it maybe buy less of a better a little bit better stuff and I guess you could cook a bit more I'm sure I'm, sure, I'm not sure how much it costs because I've not been in a McDonald's since I've been to Hungary in uh, I was like 16 year old 
I went to Hungary that's the last time I went to a McDonald's so that's ooh, 29 years ago actually it was quite interesting there were gherkins and pickle gherkins in the McDonald's and didn't, the franchise was a little bit interesting but hey oh, not that been you know. I'm not sure how much uh, why, why haven't you been since just because it's because I'm not interested in the food it's yes. terrible food. no it's pretty terrible but I think it's quite expensive for what it is I do yeah actually yeah. And I'm, then, I've never understood why that's it that's it so Sorry. it's actually co- for the nutritious value and the whole stuff as a, a treat once a year or once every 16 years why not really why, or, or, why not? or twice a year or whatever like yeah. you know a handful of times go, that's it, that's go wild but being more conscious about what you're putting in your, in your body seems to be like a good idea considering people are very very quick to put medication inside their body yeah to mitigate the uh, McDonald's they've been to and their triglycerides or their uh, HDL and LDL ratio not being very good really mm. and then you take statin to mitigate that really mm-hmm. we could mitigate very easily the warming of the planet with some uh, scientific uh, stuff which are not going to cost the international community an awful lot really but should we give that to the planet <laughs> it's the same thing really oh yeah we should so we can carry on doing the same yeah great that's the, that's then, the problem really. <laughs> and then we'll never learn and if we do end up uh, no do I, I don't think it's I think the mass extinction is not really a problem really that's the whole stuff really but it's, I think most people from my understanding it's not necessarily mass extinction of, yeah. of humans I actually think a mass extinction of humans yeah. I, yeah, I think it's all about a mass extinction of humans no I, I think most people problem, are worried really. about mass extinction of animals of animals wow well that's yeah but that's context, that's context within itself because so in the last since life has existed on earth I think 99.4% of all species have died but <laughs> that, if that's not mass extinction for, for you that's the whole stuff really the last uh, at the city boundary but this is human made this is different no it's not different the outcome is going to be exactly the same but we we make we're we're Causing this mass extinction of animals. Yeah. Well, uh, last time it was a massive uh, asteroid. Yeah, but that's different because that's, what, that's whatever. We're, yeah, because we've got a conscience. The effect, it's, oh, well, yeah, it's, it's yeah, bad for, for us to hurt animals. Oh, well, yeah, it's bad for us to, but no, it's not bad because we've got dominion over animals in the Bible Ooh. anyway. That's, that's, so we've been justified about the whole lot. Yeah, but for, and, for, for all the people who are, you are vegetarian and vegan and they, they think that we should but they've uh, good on them yeah. to actually do it because without them will there'll be even uh, more uh, animals being uh, uh, reared in a bad fashion for sure yeah and then I think but they've got the, they've got a good uh, moral high ground for sure and I think it's a great thing yeah, and I think, I think mo- if we were all doing our little part to actually reduce our consumption of red meat Especially, maybe white meat, secondly, fish, maybe a bit. I think we would go quite a long way. Yeah. Well, yeah. It would go quite a long way. But there might be the army in the street to ask you to go to McDonald's to eat some shit, really. Because if we start not to eat too much of those kind of stuff, where does things go, really? That's a, that's a bit the problem, really. There's a well, if, if stability. If we completely remove ourselves from. If if we co- if we completely stop consuming 
to yeah. put it at the top of the dominance hierarchy, to yeah. put it at the top, you know, in yeah. McDonald's or whatever, yeah. Yeah. then there could be... But this is going to be a problem because those people, where are they going to get their livelihood from? Are they going to be pissed off that you don't go and buy some shit that you don't need? <laughs> That's the problem, really. So their needs are not going to be met. Because uh, the wool stuff is going to be quite bad, really. So they're going to have to lay off people, close some shops, and do the whole lot. And then we're going to be made to look bad for not having gone to bloody McDonald's. So we're going to have laid off people, really. Because <laughs> no, that's, that's a bit the whole stuff, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the way it really works, really. You know, Amazon uh, is telling us, is they're employing lots of people? Or they're giving jobs to lots of people? Because they're actually not employing people effectively, really. And I think that's a big problem, really. What, people. them not employing people or them giving yeah. people lots of jobs? I don't You can give people lots of work, really. But the employment is pretty precarious, really. And you talk to the... If you talk to your uh, uh, delivery your uh, uh, delivery guy who comes, who gets your uh, click and the next day delivery from Google or from uh, Amazon, well, you talk to him, how much he has to pay to rent his uh, van, how many uh, things he needs to... How much he's paid per, uh, per delivery, all those kind of stuff. Well, it's pretty precarious, really, you know? Mm. And for a job that it can be automated very soon, there's going to be drones dropping shit in your garden in no time, really. That's the thing, it's going to be great, really. We're going to be able to click and get the whole stuff straight away, instant gratification. Even better than now. Even better than now. It's a not a very easy subject, it's a difficult uh, situation, but I think if we all individually, very gently, and unfortunately a bit slowly we were looking at the reasons why we do what we do and who, is it, who we are and how we respond to our ever-changing environment I think we would go a very long way and I think it could actually be, the solution is about individuals in, in, in the solution of those global kind of problems is on individuals that the whole stuff and individuals always think that it's somebody else who's going to do the change when actually them, if they do little change and their neighbor does a little change and their neighbor does a little change the whole stuff is able is having to change really and the day nobody wants the packaging in Tesco and they leave the packaging in Tesco well uh, the next day Tesco doesn't do packaging that's exactly what my brother told me to okay. start doing but if you do it on your own, the Tesco security guy is gonna beat the shit out of you and uh, give you all the packaging in your uh, plastic bag that you have bought from Tesco. Okay? Because you're gonna disrupt all the other people, really, and giving them bad ideas, really. So that's the whole thing, really. Mm. Uh, do we want to use the Sunday as a day we will not consume? Anymore. Oh yeah, but I work, uh, I work six days a week, therefore uh, Sunday is my only day. Okay, yeah, great. There's, now is not really an argument because there's online delivery anyway. <laughs> there's Ocado who can deliver your food and all that stuff, really, okay? If we were to actually not consume at all on Sunday, like Sabbath, like we were, it's sabbatical, it's like a bank holiday, it's a holiday. We stay home, we uh, do things with people, we have a bit of uh, time, we stay put a little bit, really. 
Stay put. Don't do too much. Try to mitigate how much you spend on a Sunday to reflect on your week of spending and all the rest, really. That could be quite an interesting stuff, really. And we used to do that quite widely at some stage, really. Yeah. In, in France, and in France, supermarkets are closed on Sunday. Yeah, completely, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. too sure if the GDP of France is uh, worse off for that. Yeah, but w that's the same, like, focusing on the GDP is the same issue with but that's what the, the difference in the massive in a dominance hierarchy because yeah, it's like once it gets above a certain point we should stop being yeah. we should we should be focusing on getting everyone up to a certain GDP yeah every country yeah and then uh, instead of England being you know 40,000 dollars or whatever it is yeah. it's like it's yeah 40,000 yeah it's quite no it's interesting yeah it, but I think it's more individual type stuff rather than rather than global type uh, solution uh, thing salt your shit out clean your room and your kitchen and uh, like maybe you can help your neighbor do it and, you, and if you point. talk to your neighbor to and maybe he wants to do the same than you and you can help him to do it a bit better why not really like have a little if you can get a little you know if you can take the public transport a bit more or do things it doesn't have to be an awful lot really but the more people do the whole stuff the better really you take your bike look in Bristol there's lots of people mm. who bike it's one of the greenest uh, city for transportation uh, ever but it's like shitting polluted still really you look at the M32 at 5 o'clock in the afternoon it's completely bonkers really you know but nonetheless it's quite, it's quite a good city when it comes to the whole thing really so how do we do really well they might be bringing in a like a yeah congestion tax yeah, yeah. good that should that Perfect. should be the case in every city that's it yeah there should be park and ride oh mm -hmm. they're already park and rides <laughs> yeah you stay and you park at the park and ride and then you take the electric bus to go into city that's it really so we keep the cars for the countryside. Yeah, where we can pollute a bit more. One hundred percent. Yeah, but it's so it's so sparse. It's so less. It's a lot less dense rather than all of it staying there. That's it. That's it. Do you know which is the most polluted city in the world from a from a combustion uh, engine? Uh, um, is it like Shanghai or something or the highest level of nitric oxide? Is Gibraltar. In southern Spain, most polluted city in the world with nitric oxide. When I was looking at uh, Sentinel, uh, um, I was looking at the Sentinel uh, satellite, who was really looking at the, the production of natural nitric oxide, and uh, one of the most polluted uh, city in Europe was, or maybe not in the world, in Europe maybe. Yeah, because Gibraltar. I'm just looking at a list now, and it says. It's just got like India, China, India, China, China, India, India. Yeah, that's India. it, that's it, that's it. China, 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 China. But I don't know if this is this is bad. <gasps> Varanasi, nice one. 
But that's the, that's the, I mean, India is absolutely crazy. That's one of the things that uh, a guy from the IPCC, uh, IPCC said, where he was like, he was like urging Indian um, politicians to read the report just to start to raise awareness of it. Yeah. They've told uh, Mordi was uh, shaking hand with Macron on the uh, uh, in uh, Elysee Palace palace in the France and uh, on the year that uh, Trump didn't sign the Paris Agreement or took himself out of the Paris Agreement to everybody's disgust when actually he wanted to put America's first and increase the production of cars and steel and stuff like that to enhance his GDP to get more growth and to get more wealth and create more jobs that's a different story okay And Mordi was uh, shaking hands to Macron. And actually, on that year, he doubled the consumption of coal in uh, India from an extra 500 million tons. Yeah, but the Paris, it's all, it's all, it's all bollocks, isn't it? Like they, they all just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just do whatever. Yeah, well, it's guidelines. It's guidelines. Yeah, it's guidelines. And they're ridiculous. I've read it, and it is yeah. completely absurd. That's it. That's it. It's absurd. It's too much. But. Yeah. Eat, uh, take less your car, uh, eat a little less red meat, look at where the water's coming from, uh, look at where your investment and your money goes to, and vote for the people who actually uh, champion what you're uh, talking about, really. Mm. There must be a few people locally, and they can be put to the for forefront, really, and see a bit how they're going to deal with uh, power, how corrupted they're going to be in five minutes, really. Because it's easy to talk in our room here about pharmaceutical, about banking, about uh, automotive industry, all those kind of stuff, really, you know. But they've got they've got so much PR, they've got so much. They do quite a lot of good things as well, really. That's of the, course, that's of the course. Wall stuff as well, really. So it's not all bad. It's otherwise, all, that's it. That's it. That's it. But some of it is a little bit uh, absurd, a little bit, really. And I think it's a bit. Um, Uh, really strange that in the case of pharmaceutical they haven't actually changed a little bit their profiteering model to actually um, look a little bit further because uh, all of a sudden once the antib antibiotics don't work nobody's going to buy them really that's a bit the problem but then they'll be able to make money still off methadone and all the other things and painkillers and stuff that people are addicted to oh yeah yeah they can do a bit uh, yeah methadone that's why, that's why, people, that's why uh, I, people who are uh, heroin addicts I can tell you if there's no antibiotics they're gonna die really f much faster than they're getting high really okay and your <laughs> and your hip replacement is not gonna go very well and cancer is not gonna be very good really because when you got chemotherapy you've got a copious amount of antibiotics really okay so without uh, antibiotics there's no chemotherapy so you can say bye-bye to cancer treatment as well okay and you're gonna say bye-bye to quite a lot of things really if there's no <laughs> antibiotics okay you're gonna have to clean your fucking hands pretty thoroughly not to get a bug that is really and you're gonna you, you had a um, streptococcal tonsillitis uh, not too long ago I have not had antibiotics since I had my appendix bursting. Uh, -hoo -hoo. I was quite happy to have antibiotics. Really. Mm. I was really glad. I was uh, really poorly. And I knew that it was going to get better at some stage, but I was going to be like shitting bricks 
for a few more days and I was not really super well really so antibiotics really helped me quite nicely on that one really in a way really so the day is all very antibiotic resistant your white tonsillitis is going to take a very different thing your little cough pneumonia oh, all the all people who've got pneumonia in the winter bye bye poof, 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 poof. That's going to go really fast. Really. All the kids, oh, it's got bronchiolitis. <laughs> it's got a little upper respiratory tract infection. <laughs> gone, 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 baby, gone. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out to roost. Yeah, yeah, I think it's coming to roost. No, no, it's fine. At the end of the day, it's fine. It's not uh, it's no a problem. As an as individual, it's not a problem, really. And as, as far as nature is concerned, just to blip really it's just a blip it's not gonna be a problem at all really nature takes over the whole lot and it's gonna be our effect on the planet if left to its own accord do you think the next in the next 60 million years there'll be any trace of uh, humans not even in chernobyl just <laughs> pretty fucked up place yeah in terms of the two, next 20 thousand years we got an exclusion zone 60 million years that's it it's, it's gone really like we are and the earth has still got four thousand million years to live really is that the prediction until it well yeah until the sun goes a little bit bananas And then we're going to be a bit too close, too comfort, really. The Goldilocks zone is going to be pushed a bit further. Oh, unless we're in, uh, unless we colonize the moons of Saturn, <coughs> that should be quite balmy. We can, if we are not too close to Saturn. What to go that far out? Yeah, in order to get the whole lot, really. And after, when it uh, explodes as a supernova, we'd better get the blast on the good side of Saturn, so we don't get too many, <laughs> many things. We're going to have to have a lead nappies. <laughs> protect your balls in, in lead <laughs> so you don't get sterile anyway so yeah, no, yeah. No, that's it really you know in a grand scheme of things it's not a big problem really and, and yes my children's 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 children future is uh, much more or is it uncertain than my grand great 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 granddad Not too sure. I think the future is always a bit uncertain. Mm. Anyway, really. there's, always, there's always an uncertainty. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, is climate change really an issue, in my opinion? And, and should we focus on it? That's the whole stuff. Yeah. Should there be so much noise for us not to focus on ourselves really a little bit? And uh, as, an, as individuals, I think there should be a little bit more noise for people. But people are in pain, so that's a great stuff, really. Pain is a great motivator to actually for people to uh, get a bit the solution really or fall into pitfalls and things like that really. mm. to try and figure it out yeah a bit and know a bit more better who we are and I don't know you're 20 years younger than me and then you get a fair amount of uh, understanding of what we're talking about compared to me at your age really and therefore uh, by the time you reach my age if you carry on a little bit you'll be a bit further along the track a little bit really and maybe your kids might uh, be further along the track as well and maybe people you meet and all the rest the next 20 years really if they mean really because of the thing really it's just 
people who are 80 year old we're not gonna change them really and uh, thank god they are more likely to die sooner than you really that's really a, that's a brief, uh, bless my grandparents great grandparents and my grandparents and my parents really they're gonna hopefully die before me mm. and I think that's a great great stuff really the problem is if my kids behave like my grandparents uh, it's gonna be pretty fucked up really we talked about that with religion by tradition and religion by, by the, knowledge by knowledge which is what science is it's yeah. religion by knowledge yeah that's it <clears throat> yeah should we end it there yeah yeah cool cool 